This is Chapter Four of A Horse's Tale. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. A Horse's Tale by Mark Twain. Chapter Four. Kathy to her aunt Mercedes. Oh, it is wonderful here, Auntie dear. Just paradise. Oh, if you could only see it. Everything so wild and lovely. Such grand plains stretching such miles and miles and miles, all the most delicious velvety sand and sagebrush, and rabbits as big as a dog, and such tall and noble jack astful ears that that is what they name them by, and such vast mountains, and so rugged and craggy and lofty, with cloud-shawls wrapped around their shoulders, and looking so solemn and awful and satisfied, and the charming Indians, oh, how you would dote on them, Auntie dear, and they would on you, too, and they would let you hold their babies the way they do me, and they are the fattest and brownest and sweetest little things, and never cry, and wouldn't if they had pins sticking in them, which they haven't, because they are poor and can't afford it. And the horses and mules and cattle and dogs, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, and not an animal that you can't do what you please with, except Uncle Thomas, but I don't mind him. He's lovely. And, oh, if you could hear the bugles, to-to-to-to-to-to, and so on, perfectly beautiful. Do you recognize that one? It's the first toots of the reveille. It goes, dear me, so early in the morning. Then I and every other soldier in the whole place are up and out in a minute, except Uncle Thomas, who is most unaccountably lazy. I don't know why. But I have talked to him about it, and I reckon it will be better now. He hasn't any faults much, and is charming and sweet, like Buffalo Bill, and Thunderbird, and Mammy Dorcas, and Soldier Boy, and Shuckles, and Potter, and Sour Mash, and, well, they're all that, just angels, as you may say. The first day I came, I don't know how long ago it was, Buffalo Bill took me on Soldier Boy to Thunderbird's camp, not the big one which is out on the plain, which is White Clouds. He took me to that one next day. But this one is four or five miles up in the hills and crags, where there is a great shut-in meadow, full of Indian lodges and dogs and squaws and everything that is interesting, and a brook of the clearest water running through it, with white pebbles on the bottom, and trees all along the banks cool and shady and good to wade in. And as the sun goes down, it is dimish in there, but away up against the sky you see the big peaks towering up and shining bright and vivid in the sun, and sometimes an eagle sailing by them, not flapping a wing, the same as if he was asleep, and young Indians and girls romping and laughing and carrying on around the spring and the pool, and not much clothes on except the girls, and dogs fighting, and the squaws busy at work, and the bucks busy resting and the old man sitting in a bunch smoking, and passing the pipe not to the left, but to the right, which means there's been a row in the camp, and they are settling it if they can, and children playing just the same as any other children, and little boys shooting at a mark with bows, and I cuffed one of them because he hit a dog with a club that wasn't doing anything, and he resented it, but before long he wished he hadn't. But this sentence is getting too long, and I will start another. Thunderbird put on his Sunday best war outfit to let me see him, and he was splendid to look at, with his face painted red and bright and intense like a fire-coal, and a valance of eagle-feathers from the top of his head all down his back, and he had his tomahawk, too, and his pipe, 
which has a stem which is longer than my arm and i never had such a good time in an indian camp in my life and i learned a lot of words of the language and next day b b took me to the camp out on the plains four miles and i had another good time and got acquainted with some more indians and dogs and the big chief by the name of white cloud gave me a pretty little bow and arrows and i gave him my red sash ribbon and in four days i could shoot very well with it and beat any white boy of my size at the post and i have been to those camps plenty of times since and i have learned to ride too Bibi taught me and every day he practices me and praises me and every time i do better than ever he lets me have a scamper on soldier boy and that's the last agony of pleasure for he is the charmingest horse and so beautiful and shiny and black and hasn't another color on him anywhere except a white star in his forehead not just an imitation star but a real one with four points shaped exactly like a star that's hand-made and if you should cover him all up but his star you would know him anywhere even in jerusalem or australia by that and i got acquainted with a good many of the seventh cavalry and the dragoons and officers and families and horses in the first few days and some more in the next few and the next few and the next few and now i know more soldiers and horses than you can think no matter how hard you try i am keeping up my studies every now and then but there isn't much time for it i love you so and i send you a hug and a kiss kathy p s i belong to the seventh cavalry and nine dragoons i am an officer too and do not have to work on account of not getting any wages End of chapter four